The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study. Someone once wrote, two men behind prison bars, one looked at the mud, the other the stars. I want to tell you today, where you put your attention makes a difference. Uh, Where your affections are set, it's the secret to the whole thing. And the beautiful thing about learning to praise God is that it helps you live a Godward life. It gets your eyes up, uh, out of yourself, off of others, and it fixes them on the Lord. We return today to Psalm 147, this hallelujah witness psalm, a reminder that our praise is to be a testimony that our thanks is the greatest witness of all. Uh, Look, witnessing is not just reciting verses. Witnessing is not just uh, rehearsing something you memorized. Witnessing is speaking out of the overflow of your own heart about what Jesus Christ means to you. In fact, uh, we try to teach people how to give their testimony. And there really are three parts to a good testimony. There's your life before receiving Christ. There's how you came to know Christ. And then the third part is there's what Christ means to you now that you're saved. I think that last part is the part part that's most neglected and yet the part that perhaps is most powerful. It's present tense. Your witness, your testimony is not about an event that happened to you years ago. It should be about the Christ that lives in you today and the goodness of God in your own life. So what should we learn about the Hallelujah Witness? Well, first of all, We observe the object of our praise. Remember I said to you that praise is a Godward life? It really is a heavenward life. Listen to some verses in Psalm 147. Verse 1, Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant and praise is comely. Listen to verse 12. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. Uh, Listen to verse 20, the way it ends. He hath not dealt so with any nation. As for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. Do you see how all the praise goes to God? Every bit of it. His, His eyes are fixed on the Lord. His heart is fixed on the Lord, so his mouth is talking about the Lord. Your mouth tells on your heart. Your speech betrays you. Uh, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If you really are consumed with God, your words are going to speak about him. It says a lot that we can talk all day long and talk so little about Jesus. Because when you really get consumed with the Lord Jesus Christ, in the words of another psalmist, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So the object of all of our praise is God. It is Godward. It is heavenward. Now, the praise goes out because others hear it. Others see the life of praise. It's a testimony to others. But it's not done for them first. It's done for him first. It's not just to them first. It's to God first. All praise must be Godward. And this is not something for show either. I remember years ago hearing G. Campbell Morgan, uh, he wrote in a certain place that painted fire never burns. That's deep, isn't it? Painted fire never burns. So we don't need some painted fire today, some 
some praise. Somebody talks about working up praise. You don't work up praise. Praise is something that must be genuine and heartfelt. It is between the believer and his God. And then witnessing is simply the overflow of that. It's like the disciples saying, we cannot help but speak the things we've seen and heard. Uh, It's like the the man who was healed saying, look, I, I don't know the answer to all your questions, but one thing I do know, whereas I was blind, now I see. I just... I, I got to tell somebody. I can't help myself. That is what the Hallelujah Witness is all about. So the object of our praise is God. Now, this is very important because he is the only one worthy of praise. He's the only one worthy, and he is worthy of praise. Guess what you're going to do for all eternity? You're going to praise God. Don't you think maybe we should get some practice now? Uh, for all eternity, we're going to give praise to our great God. This is the time and the opportunity that we have to give him praise so that others can be drawn to him, so that others can come to know him. So there are two things we must never do. Let me give them to you today. First of all, we must never steal that praise for ourselves. Never. One of the great dangers in life is when God blesses, we start thinking we're the source of the blessing. We're the recipients of the blessing. We're the conduits through which the blessings come and flow into the lives of other people. But the source is always the same. The source is always God. The Bible says in Deuteronomy that it is the Lord that gives you power to get wealth. Uh, We're we're taught in the New Testament that it is the Lord who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. It's always the Lord. Don't ever forget that. Part of the reason we don't praise like we ought to is because we've forgotten that all the good things come from God alone. If we were more thoughtful, we would be more thankful. So stop and think today about where you used to be, Uh, where you could be, where you should be, and yet where you are. And remind yourself of this. It's all the Lord. Do not steal any of that for yourself. Look, the quickest way for God's blessing to be removed is for you to start to take the credit instead of giving God the glory. You see, our God shares. He shares a lot. Aren't you glad he's a sharing God? He shares mercy and grace and wisdom and power and strength. He shares life and breath. He shares all the things we enjoy. But there's one thing we're told in Scripture he does not share. He says, I will not share my glory with any other. Friend, you start robbing God of glory, you're in real trouble. And you can never be a witness that way. You see, part of the reason that we don't see more fruit from witnessing is I am fearful that far too many Christians today are talking too much about themselves and too little about Jesus. Don't just talk about yourself. Don't just talk about what you've accomplished. Don't just talk about your church. Talk about Christ. Give him the glory and watch him work. There's a second thing we must not do. Not only must we not steal that glory and praise for ourselves, but secondly, we must not give it to others. I'm for giving honor to whom honor is due. I think expressing appreciation, learning to say thank you is a wonderful thing. Uh, I think it's right to show respect and to, to encourage people along the way and demonstrate appreciation. But don't ever forget that every good thing in other people's lives is also the Lord. That every gift and every kindness that may come through someone else's hands comes from your Father's heart. There are, there are many channels, but there's only one fountain, and that is the Lord. Our world is enamored with personality today. Great people, great men, great women, uh, with fame, uh, with um, uh, at least what we perceive to be some good thing. I just want to remind you, uh, be very careful about that because when you start talking more about men than you do about the God-man, something's wrong. 
When we get so consumed and enamored with others, instead of our God, something is off kilter. The object of our praise and the point of our witness must always be to lift up the goodness and the glory of our God. So if that's the two things we're not supposed to do with with our praise today, uh, then why don't you do two things in your own heart? First of all, search your heart and see if you've been taking any of God's glory. If you have, ask God to forgive you. Confess that sin. Say to the Lord, Lord, let me be a a humble, praise-filled witness today. And number two, check yourself and see if you've gotten too consumed with men and not nearly consumed enough with the greatness of God. When God gets big, everybody gets small. (laughs) You, your enemies, your friends, your heroes, everybody's small in relationship to the greatness of our God. If we're going to be the witnesses we ought to be, we have to be worshipers first. And that means that all the praise goes to the one who's worthy of it. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of Enjoying the Journey All of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithes should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.